Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch, and welcome to OviCast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode brings latest insights, advice, and technical updates on sheep industry. With ram sales on the way around the country, I'm joined by Eamon Waugh from Sheep Ireland, who discusses ram selection in a bit more detail with us. Eamon takes us through the basics of the Sheep Ireland Genetic Index, explaining the terminal and maternal traits, and the various sub-indexes. We move on to discuss the crossbreed evaluation and overall euro figure on how this could be used. Eamon highlights the importance of DQI and accuracy figures, and we discuss the move to genotype and parentage fabrication, and how this will improve the accuracy of the valuations. With the majority of the information now coming from commercial flocks, Eamon emphasises the relevance of this for the overall evaluations and the importance of it for commercial producers. We finish up with Eamon discussing this year's multi-breed round sale and giving us a bit more detail about the sale itself. We start off, however, with Eamon emphasising the importance of paying attention to round functionality at the time of purchase. I guess, you know, the indexes now have a have a big role to play, I guess, in, in farmers' uh, breeding decisions when purchasing their ram. But um, our, our message, our, our number one message is still that the physical uh, assessment of the ram is, is, is still critically important and maybe... We feel maybe in, in recent years that that message might be a little bit lost that people are maybe over focusing maybe on, on the on the indexes and maybe feel that the indexes alone you know um will circumnavigate all the i suppose the old traditional checks that you need to do when, when purchasing a ram but that's that's not the case you know those those physical checks and, and the background check on that ram uh that needs to be in place you know so the the teeth the feet the testicles, uh, the condition of the ram, all all those things need to be assessed well in advance of of looking at the indexes. Um, so you know we we like to reinforce that message anytime we talk to farmers. The timing of the purchase of the ram is also critically important too. So you know we advise farmers to get out as early as possible, um, so that the ram you know has plenty of time to acclimatize that, that especially that new ram uh, when it comes to the farm. But look, once those checks are done. The indexes definitely have a huge role to play, um, and um, look, luckily, we're finding more and more farmers are, are starting to pay attention to the indexes and use them. And as a result, more and more pedigree ram breeders are starting to engage with performance recording and provide this valuable information to farmers around the country. As you indicated, there is vital, he's functional, and correct, and fit for purpose. So he's a meets the spec what the farmer wants as well. But then getting the index of the genetic information correct behind them, even you just take us through it for a moment. Like there's a lot of information available now, so there is. What did you need? What are the key things we need to look for? We might drill down into it in a bit more detail after that. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, I mean, the bank of information is is growing every year, um, and we're, and we're start, we're learning more and more about the various bloodlines in the various breeds. We're learning more every year as as more breeders get involved and as the data builds up over year over the years. Um, but in terms of the indexes themselves, we have two main indexes. So we have a replacement index and a terminal index, and and their functions are really to, um, I suppose, deliver to farmers, you know, based on their two main objectives uh, within their flock. So farmers are either buying a ram solely to produce factory lambs, um, and if that is their objective, then the terminal index is tailored towards that objective where it's just about growth rate and it's about lamb survival and ease of lambing, whereas the replacement index is is, is directed towards farmers that are interested in perhaps uh, retaining replacement females from their breeding ram. So um, 
it's perhaps a simpler system maybe on the terminal side it's a, you know it's it's tailored for flocks that are maybe purchasing replacements or that just want to use a ram and a certain proportion of their flock that they're not interested in retaining replacements from whereas the replacement index is i suppose a, a more it's an all encompassing maybe index that that takes in key maternal traits such as daughter's milk and um you know, number of lambs born and things. So key replacement traits that that will drive, hopefully, improve profitability on, from your replacement females. And it's it's not mutually exclusive. Like you can get around that's very good on terminal traits and has maternal abilities as well. You you can absolutely. So um, you you you'll see you'll see animals that rate very highly on both. Um, and you you know you'll see a mix of you'll see animals similarly that that maybe rate highly on one uh, and poorly on the other. Um. And I suppose, look, you know, sometimes farmers maybe get get too caught up maybe in having a high index animal for for both indexes. Um, so I guess in in those scenarios, you know, we encourage farms to think about think about the objective of the ram and think about the pur- purpose of the ram. You know, perhaps if if it's solely a terminal ram that they're after and solely, you know, their objective is is about producing lambs. You know, they probably don't need a high index ram on the replacement side. Um, so you know. We've we've seen in, in recent years maybe farmers getting you know looking looking for a high index on on both indexes you know when when look the indexes are tailored to to suit to suit one or one of two objectives so farmers can keep that in mind they don't need a double five star ram for example um, and similarly you know a lot of people talk about or, or try to seek out five star rams only um, I guess to to explain the stars. Each star represents twenty the twenty percentiles within each within each breed. So a one star ram is in the bottom twenty percent um, for that particular breed, whereas a five star is in the top twenty percent. But a four star animal is still above breed average. So um, if you're looking at a ram and, he, and he's a three star, he's kind of sitting close to the the average for the breed. So whatever breed you're looking at, um, but four and five star will be will be above average. So you know, look, you're, you'll be heading in the right direction with a four or five star animal. Um, and as you indicated there, like it depends on what you're aiming for. So, example, in the terminal index, you have sub indexes there as well. And I suppose the two key ones that jump out at the top of the card when you're looking around is lamb survival and days to slaughter. So there, there is an option within the index to maybe look at what the key areas you want to focus within your flock are if your breeders are wanting to go into a bit more detail. There is, there is, and a lot of farmers are using those sub-indexes now and using them to good effect. So if there's a particular aspect or a particular uh, weakness in your flock that you feel you need to strengthen, and um, those sub-indexes, and we've selected those based on kind of industry feedback from 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 farmers and from ram breeders over the years. And um, look, there's more we could include there, but those four seem to be, you know, the the, the, the have always been at the top of the list in terms of interest from farmers. So. Um, Look, in terms of the data we collect, we see massive variability, especially in lamb survival um, across different bloodlines. There can be huge ranges within breeds, um, and you know, indeed across breeds. So, look, the lamb survival one is is a, is a is a very popular one, and and look, days to slaughter again for for farmers perhaps really interested in lamb growth rate. Um, the the days to slaughter index is one that a lot of farmers are using a lot. I think it's interesting, like lamb survival, independent of anything else, the more lambs you have available to sell is a big impact. I suppose to an extent even it also covers a certain amount of labour at lamb in time too, so it does within yes, that within that index. And and look, in terms of the, the, the construction of these indexes, you know, we have figures in for all those all those aspects, so all aspects of production associated with these traits, they're all costed within the model and I suppose that's the basis of the figures. Um 
so there's there's labour costs in there, you know, for for each percentage increase in lambing difficulty, you know, there's a labour cost and there's veterinary costs associated with that, and all all those all those aspects are are costed and and included in the model. So that's 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 where the, the that's where the figures come from, and that's where the indexes come from at the end of it. There, there's another figure there. We were mentioning figures and values. There's an overall value put on these rams now, both for the terminal and maternal stage. I'm just thinking, like, for for farmers out there that aren't tied to a breed and maybe are just looking, for instance, for a terminal ram, they have the option to pick a crossbreed now as well. They do. So last year, last year we 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 launched an across breed evaluation. Um, so all the evaluations went across breed. Um, and what that means, I guess, is. Up, up to that point, we we didn't really have a sufficient bank of 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 commercial crossbred data, you know, so data where we have we've, we've different breeds crossed across each other. So, um, last year we we kind of reached a tipping point, um, in terms of the volume of that kind of crossbred data we have in the system, and um, that tipping point meant that we could we could then uh, go in on a crossbreed evaluation. So, when a farmer is is looking at the economic figure attached to the replacement index or the terminal index, that economic figure now is comparable across all the different breeds that are being performed supported. Um, so so breeds can now be directly compared based on that economic figure. The star values um, are still within breed. So we, we've, we've left them within breed to, I suppose, to facilitate the farmers that are still perhaps tied to a breed or, or still want to pursue, stay within a certain breed. So it allows it allows those farmers to still select the best within each breed. Um, but as you as you say, for those farmers that are maybe you know uh, not overly concerned about what breed they use, they simply want to use the best breed for a particular trait. Um, that the economic figure can be used, and it's the same for the sub indexes as well. So maybe a simple one to use might be days to slaughter, where you'll hopefully see a minus figure there. So a minus figure for days to slaughter is is, is a good thing, uh, which means uh we're, we're reducing the number of days it takes for our lamb to get to slaughter based on based on the average for for that breed um so that minus figure now whether it's a Texel or a Suffolk or a Beltair or Charlie whatever breed you're 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 using that figure can be compared so you can compare across breed with that, with those figures um so look you know hopefully that will be a, a very valuable tool you know for farmers that are you know uh heading out there for looking for the best ram in particular traits. Um, it's, cer- it's, certainly, it's, it's a very useful option to have for a commercial farmer. I'm just thinking like, there's, there's other very important information on that index that's worth paying attention to. Just in terms of, like you're saying, picking between breeders, you've mentioned several times before about the DQI and the importance of it. Maybe just for the benefit of the listeners, you'll explain what that is and why it's relevant. Yeah, so um, the DQI is, is, I suppose, was, was born out of... Um, requests i guess from 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 commercial farmers to to know how much data i guess a breeder is submitting into the into the evaluation system so i suppose every breed every ram breeder that that joins up to lamb plus or sheep ireland to performance record each year we we request them to record a, a huge amount of information throughout the year um and it adds it adds a, a very large workload to to these ram breeders so the DQI reflects it's it's the data quality index, and what that is a reflection of it's a percentage figure out of a hundred, um, and and the closer the breeder is to a hundred percent, it reflects you know that that breeder has pretty much recorded everything that has been requested of them. Um, so 
for a commercial farmer or anyone purchasing a ram, um, you know, it, it's a great indicator of, I guess, the commitment maybe of the ram breeder to performance recording within that year. Um, so, you know, as high a, a, as high a percentage DQI as possible, or, you know, and you'll see variations within a catalog, but, you know, we recommend breeders to purchase from flocks with a high DQI because look, I, I guess that means that the breeder has submitted as much data as they possibly can, which again then gives the evaluation, I suppose, the best possible chance of being accurate for you, the, the, the purchaser. Um, the DQI is, is similar, you know, the, there's another percentage figure attached to each evaluation as well, and it's the accuracy percentage figure. Um, now the DQI differs to the accuracy percentage figure. The DQI is a reflection of how much how much breeder uh, data or how much data the actual individual breeder has submitted, whereas the DQI or the sorry the accuracy percentage attached to the uh, each index is a reflection of the amount of data recorded on a particular bloodline. Um, so when using the indexes, you know our advice to to to, to purchasers is to while trying to get a high index RAM, you know. Equally, you should be trying to find um, as high an accuracy percentage as possible so attached the, to that genetic so evaluation, because you know that 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 is a key indicator, I guess, uh, as to how believable or how reliable that that index can be, given the, the amount of information that's recorded for it. The DQI really is a, is is a reflection of breeder engagement in the process. The accuracy figure, Eamon, what should you be looking for there in the typical like ram lambs or the common purchased one in other scenarios what kind of yeah. figures should we be looking for for some of them key traits yeah so look as a, I suppose as a direct result of, of increased engagement year on year by breeders and by farmers using these indexes as the information and the data has has built on our bloodlines and our sheep breeds over the years the accuracy is steadily increasing every year um, and our average accuracy is, is 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 climbing a couple of percentage points year on year. For a ram lamb in 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 the sales now over the course of this sale season, the upcoming sale season, a good accuracy would we'll see fifty percent accuracies attached to ram lambs, and we'll see even higher than that. Um, you may see, you know, if 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 there's good commercial, a large volume of commercial data behind a ram lamb now, and perhaps if that ram lamb has been genotyped. Um, you may see 60% accuracy attached to ram lamb, which which is as high as we've ever been. Um, if it was four or five years ago, I, I'd probably be telling you that a, that a high accuracy is 35% or 40%. So that kind of, I suppose, indicates the the, the gain that's been made. Um, it's it's jumping, it's jumping year by year. It is. It is. The, the genotyping is a relatively new on the scene for ram lambs. Maybe just explain that to us a bit more. Yeah, so genotyping, I suppose, um, is complex, I, I guess, uh, but but it can be simple as well in terms of um, look, it's 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 using the DNA, so it's collecting a DNA sample from 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 a sheep, sending that DNA sample to a, a laboratory where we can do detailed analysis and and look at the look at I look out for certain traits within that DNA. Um, a big benefit of, of of the genotyping and 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 this DNA work is uh, our ability to confirm the parentage of 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 animals. Um, so for 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 purchasers of a ram lamb, that's a, a key thing from an evaluation point of view because a lot of the evaluation 
uh, is based on the parentage and, and the data collected on, on the family tree. So when you're looking at a genetic evaluation, it's it, that genetic evaluation isn't just built on the individual animal's information. It's it's built on the information gained from, from the entire family tree. So if that family tree is incorrect, or there's a sire that is incorrect or a dam that's incorrect, you know, it, it totally it has the potential to totally change the genetic evaluation for that for that animal. So to have the animal genotyped and to have the parentage verified as correct, it's it's a huge benefit. And um, I suppose look, it it just provides more um, more more guarantee that the genetic genetic evaluation is as accurate as it possibly can be on on, on the day of purchase. And it's, it's lifting accuracy in them individual traits. The, the other thing you mentioned there, and I think it's very important, that has an impact on accuracy is the amount of commercial data behind it. And even for the overall evaluation, it's very important. You've seen that yeah. increase a lot over the last number of years. And it's been over half your data is basically come from commercial farms for a long time now. Just take me through the importance of that. Yeah, so look, from the outset, I suppose, of the, of the Sheep Ireland program, um, you know, commercial data was always seen as a, as a key aspect of of, of generating indexes um, and I guess look the pedigree data is critically important we'd be nowhere without ram breeders um, and we, we need ram breeders to continue engaging with the program but I suppose there's a limited amount of data we can get from our from 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 ram breeders in Ireland there's only a limited number of breeders so you know to to really drive accuracies and 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 to drive I suppose the potential genetic gain we can make we need other sources of data and that's coming from commercial flocks so we have a number of different programs um, Generating that commercial data. So, um, and I suppose the key thing with commercial data is it's great to see how these rams perform in, in normal Irish commercial grassland systems. You know, that's where we want to see how these genetics perform. And um, so to have a, a big chunk of that data behind these indexes is, is a great thing for, for, for all users of the indexes. So at the minute, over 50% of the data is commercial and, and year on year, that's, that's, Growing gradually as well, so as more as more farmers and, and as as our, our commercial programs grow, um, it's it's really it's, it's really putting in the test on the challenges and the different environmental challenges you're going to face around the country. Is. So that's it, where you want to see these genetics. It's, it's the best evaluation you're going to get off it. It is correct. Look in another aspect of it, and you have a sale, or you've held a sale every year, a multi-breed sale, and it's been it's been very popular. So it has. This year, the restrictions have changed sales around slightly. We've seen the pedigree circuit kick off again. Um, you're planning to run the sale this year again in Tullamore. What's the detail on it? Yeah, so look, as things stand, we are, we're, we're, we're planning to go ahead with the sale and look, a, a small number of sales have already taken place, uh, and this year and look, so far so good. Uh, you know, the sales have, have gone off quite well and, and um, farmers and breeders have been quite satisfied with how they've been organised and operated. Um, so look, you know, hopefully our sale will 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 go ahead. And um, at the minute, we hope that it'll be similar similar size to to previous years. So we've we've grown that sale year on year. Um, as you say, it's a multi breed sale. All all the animals in that sale need to meet a number of different thresholds so they need to meet the breeders themselves need to meet a minimum dqi figure um the animals need to be five star on the replacement or the terminal index and they also need to meet a, a minimum accuracy threshold um on entry to the sale we do a, a 
a quite a detailed uh, physical inspection of the rams. Um, so, you know, we, we try to uphold a, a high standard in terms of the, the animals that are presented for sale at, that, uh, at the sale. So, and look, commercial farmers seem to, seem to um, have engaged with that sale over the years and, you know, it seems to be a very popular option for commercial farmers. So it looks certainly intended for anyone who wants to buy a ram from a flock that's engaged in a programme and high index, it's a place to go. Eamon, just a date and time for that sale? Yeah, so look, it's it's always the fourth Saturday, um, the fourth Saturday of August. So so this year the the fourth Saturday is landing on the twenty second of August, and um, so look, the sale we hope will kick off at uh, half eleven, um, and yeah, look, so you know there'll be a lot of rams to to, to get through. We'll have we'll have two two rings, uh, two sales rings in in operation, and um, so look, you know, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully all goes ahead well. And, and get what they want on the day. Just finally, like, Lewis, where we started with this, like, it's an investment in the future. And you mentioned pay attention to the functional trades, pay attention to the index. It really is an investment, though, for a number of years. So it takes a little bit of time. It's worth spending time on to select the right ram. It is, it is. And, like, I suppose, you know, the thing, the thing with cheap production is it can often be hard to see I suppose the, the the small gains that can be made you know by purchasing a, a single individual ram and and that's often the feedback we get you know a, a single high index ram among a flock of you know four or five other uh, stock rams you know the the small benefits may be delivered by that high index ram you know may not be very visible uh, unless the flock is, is performance recording their sheep you know at a kind of an intensive level so our advice, you know, I suppose with, with indexes and, you know, it's, it's the advice given in other industries too and dairy and beef and is to, you know, try and build, I suppose, a team or a team of high index rams or try, try to purchase high index rams consistently over a number of years. And that, you know, if that commitment is, is given to, I suppose, the indexes that over time, and look, indexes move and I, we haven't gone into it much here, but, you know, there is potential for indexes to move as data data is continuously feeding in and being submitted to these indexes and so there is potential for indexes to move and that can be very frustrating for farmers but over time you know if you consistently buy high index animals despite an odd one moving if you're consistently doing it your flock will 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 head in the in the right direction and you will be making genetic gain over the over the entire flock so look it, it is it does require commitment and it does require time you know it, it really is a, a, a should be looked on as a, a three to five year or even a 10 year kind of uh, program, you know, but look, if it's consistently done and you consistently use high accuracy, high index rams, they'll take you in the right direction from a profitability point of view. Eamon, always a pleasure. Thanks very much. We'll chat to you in the coming weeks again. Thanks, Karen. Purchasing a new ram is a big investment for a flock, both in terms of the financial investment, but also the impact that that ram can have in the coming season and potentially for a number of years to come after, particularly if that ram is producing replacements. As Eamon has indicated, it needs to be a very functional, correct ram that's fit for purpose and meets the objectives of the flock. It's important to make use of genetic information that we now have available to us, because some of them traits that are hard to see may take a number of years before they're displayed in your flock, so it's important to get off at the right start. Again, you can find performance recorded rams from breeders in your own county by using the Ram Search tool that's on the Sheep Ireland website, and the Sheep Ireland multi-breed sale will be held again, as Eamon indicated, this August. I would like to thank Eamon for giving up his time to be with us. That's it for this episode. 
For any updates on the sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to future episodes.